Support for this podcast and the following message are brought to you by shirts that you sweat through. You know, you know, when you're in the middle of a second interview for a very important job and you sweat through your button up shirt, but no one can see it because you're wearing a, a, a fancy jacket. That's what happens with our shirts. You put on these shirts, you're guaranteed to sweat right through them. <laughs> No one knows, but man, can you feel the wetness down there? It's pretty weird. Sweating. Stop doing it. From WBED in Atlanta, this is The Application, the only podcast where the host sits down behind a microphone and begs WABE, Atlanta's NPR station, for a job. On today's episode, there was a follow-up interview, which is the reason why this show is still going. Don't you love it? Because I love it. It's the easiest thing for me to do right now because I got nothing else going on. And well, you know, I've got some other things going on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tomorrow, I'll be doing some stuff. <laughs> Later tonight, I'll be doing some stuff. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> Not much going on. Uh, caught up on some TV shows. That's great. And uh, you know what? I'll tell you more about this. Where? Not here, but only on the application. Welcome back to the application. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the only podcast where I sit behind a mic and I get the attention of WAB, Atlanta's NPR station. I go, hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, no, no, hey, hey, yeah, it's me. Hey, yes, yeah, my name is Chad and I would love to work at your station. Oh, okay, you don't do uh, surprise visits, okay? I will come back. Here's my resume. Here's a version of it. And I will come back later. Okay. All right. I'll see you. Don't close the door. Uh, and that's what happens. That's what I do. That's what I do when I applied to the job. Uh, only part of that is true. I did show up surprisingly. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That's like 15, 20 episodes ago. What episode is this? Episode 39? My God. I've been doing this for a minute. Monday will be episode 40. Can you believe it? And then 41 will be Tuesday. Keep going. 42 will be Wednesday. <laughs> 43 will be Thursday. 44 will be Friday. And hopefully that is the last episode. <laughs> One of those has to be the last episode. And it has to have good news because I am very confident. I feel as if I was born for this position. I, I looked at myself. I'm not going to lie about this. I think this is a very interesting thing about me. I Before I walked into the studio. So let me, let me tell you what happened. I drove up. <laughs> a lot of traffic for a Friday afternoon. Also, it's Friday afternoon. That might explain it. I was telling uh, the person who walked me in, and not into the not into the station. <laughs> I wasn't escorted into the station, but I was telling the person who uh, walked me to the conference room where we'd be meeting. Uh, we were talking about the traffic and the weather and stuff, and I and I said, "Yeah, this this morning at the you know going towards the gym." People, they drive erratically and then they just, they hit a pocket of traffic. It's just, you know, they, it's just all these brakes come on and it's scary. And it's like, if you go, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before, but if you uh, live in Atlanta, live in any part of the city inside the perimeter, take 400 to wherever you want to go, but do it prior to seven o'clock. And I guarantee you, you will be met with people, you know, dipping and diving through all types of, uh, all manner of traffic. They'll, they'll slip through, they'll cut you off. They don't care. They're just trying to, they're just trying to be the first one in the office for some ungodly reason. And I'm just going to the gym. Like I'm just driving 20 minutes North to the gym. 
There's people slicing throats and stuff <laughs> at 6 a.m. in the morning. You know, I'm, I'm leaving the house at 530 and I'm, I'm getting to the bikehead and people are, you know, flicking you off because <laughs> you're going the speed limit. It's insane. So I arrive at the, the station and uh, I'm early, of course. I pull down my mirror because I need a confidence boost. I just, let me tell you again, I put on the, the lemon essential oil, the renewing made me feel fresh, made me feel nice and new. I pulled down the mirror, the, the vanity mirror, I look myself in the eye and I go, listen, Chad, you got this. You're going to get this job. I promise you, you're going to get in there. They're going to love you. You know, some version of that. I don't remember exactly what I said. I kind of blacked out at that point. <laughs> I don't remember anything from the, from the interview. I just blacked out. Uh, and I was, and as you know, just giving myself positive affirmations. That's a love language, positive affirmations. I know this because I was talking about it with a date on uh, Wednesday. And I just, and I was just giving myself positive affirmations. Like, Hey, come on, you got this buddy. You're, they're going to love you. You're going to get in there. You're going to kick butt. You're going to tell them your ideas. <laughs> and it's, and it's going to be great. I, I did that for like three minutes. I went for an ignored, ignored amount of time. I don't know if I'm using that word, right? You ever hear somebody use a big word and it's wrong and <laughs> you're thinking of the definition in your head and you go, that person's stupid. <laughs> that person's an idiot. How dare they try to further their brand, their brand. I was also talking to somebody this week about uh, making themselves a brand, which is a weird conversation, especially, you know, I hate that's so fake. I hate that. 2018 is so stupid. Brands. People are brands now. I can find brand. It's on Instagram. Back to the interview. So uh, basically, it's just a, another discussion, uh, just a, well, mostly about the assignment that I was talking about yesterday. Oh no, I'm sorry. The well, yeah, I think I talked about it yesterday. The yesterday and yesterday's episode, and the the which is the episode before this one, and then the episode before that one as well. So you know, I've just been I worked on that assignment. You know, uh, just I did I did a couple of things, and then I edited a story core episode, and I wanted to make sure that that was what I wanted. What what am I saying? So the first part was just writing, essentially writing two pitches. And I'm, gonna sh- I'm trying to be as vague as possible because <laughs> it's none of your business. It's no one's business, except for the people that it was the business of. <laughs> so I, I was, uh, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, I, was, I did, did two pitches and I put in as much detail as I possibly could. Uh, I, one of my favorite things to do, especially when writing is pitches. So when I write, I think I've mentioned this before again, I'm, I've run out of stories to tell. No, I have plenty of stories. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I, um, so when I, when I write, when I write a script, a movie or a TV show, uh, or a pod, I've written a podcast pitch before and I pitched it to Earwolf, uh, via Stitcher premium for Stitcher premium. And I did not get a response. Do not have that section of the website open. If you're not going to respond to me, <laughs> let me just be frankly clear about that. <laughs> Don't have a submit a podcast idea. <laughs> just, <laughs> If you're not going to respond, don't have it open. So we, uh, so I, we, we, the, the way I tackle uh, pitches, I think I'm just going to bring this up right now on my documents. Cause I look at this periodically so, well, for my, for my scripts. So I just have a folder on my Google drive called scripts and there's about 40 things in here. It's like, there's what, uh, five, 10, 12 different folders. And then there's, 
like 50 scripts in between every single one of them. But uh, let me talk about the, the move, the latest movie I wrote or the first movie I wrote, excuse me. Uh, so this movie's a rom-com and then I, I sat down and I knew what the story was. I knew what the story was. I didn't know what the log line was. So you have to research these things. I have a log line. I have characters that we're going to hit. And this is, since this is a more planned out thing versus, you know, just uh, having a podcast, that's a real life thing. This is, a, that's nonfiction. Uh, that's, I'm sorry. I'm messing with it. There's a, I put on the pants <laughs> to go to the, to go to the interview and they're, they're dress pants, which I assumed the last time I wore these was to a wedding. And there's a piece of, and I reached in my pocket. There's a piece of gum in there that is for some reason wet and cold <laughs> and it is sitting out of the wrapper, <laughs> but the wrapper is in there too. I don't know why it was sitting like that. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> so I have the long line and then I have the characters and then I have the outline, which is the outline is just seven pages of what the story is. And, uh, obviously I'm not going to, I hit, I try to hit as much as possible. Things change. I've read this outline. I would venture to say, uh, uh you know, four dozen times, I was gonna say a hundred. That's not possible. Four dozen times went while before I was reading the, before I was writing the, the review, the, before I was writing the script, uh, in the middle of writing the script. And then even after writing the script, because I want to know if I, I hit the stuff, I hit the things I wanted to hit. Uh, a lot of the story changed halfway, not halfway through a third of the way through. Oh no, I'm sorry. In the back third. So, and I guess in the act four, the falling action, <laughs> that's a writer's term. This is uh, very true. So I, so I had all that stuff ready. So the same thing when I was tackling these, these, uh, th- these hypothetical pitches, I thought, you know, and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping to so many different things right now in my head. I thought, why not do it kind of, uh, mostly the same way, but this, but as this is a podcast, you know, tackling the way that a podcast would be tackled. And for both, for both of them, for mostly the first one, but for both of them, I had several ideas for, uh, that I think would really differentiate it and make it stand out. Uh, I referenced other podcasts and companies with podcasts and, you know, the ones that, uh, who are missing, you know, very vital pieces of, of who should have this type of podcast, a uh, very big company should have this type of podcast. They're not, they don't have it. And this is a, this is a niche thing that could definitely be hit, uh, referencing some, uh, YouTube channels I subscribe to referencing other podcasts I listen to. So I think I did a decent job of being the, the person that they want to hear from. I tried to be as enthusiastic as possible. I just got off the phone. With my mom talking about that. Uh, actually, I just got off the phone. I did an interview with uh, Ryan Sickler, who's a co-host of the uh, what's it called, the Crab Feast podcast with Jay Larson, who I also spoke to last year around this time. Insane. But he has a new album coming out. I don't know why I'm pipping this on this podcast where it's a it's about me getting a job somewhere and trying to get a job somewhere. But he's all he's you know, he works with Kevin Hart. He works with uh, the Comedy Jam on Comedy Central. He's a producer. He created that show essentially. Not, he didn't create the Comedy Jam show itself. He created the television version because it was a live show beforehand. Whole thing. And I, we just had this nice, you know, 10 minute conversation just talking about comedy. It was great. Uh, I will tell you that I was not very prepared because I got this interview yesterday in the middle of doing this assignment. And I said, you know, why not? Why not do it? Cause this guy's got a lot of followers and uh, he's a funny guy. And, uh, so I just, I watched a couple of videos and did this. And then I wrote down again, I think I mentioned this before, of course, I admit, my, my interview process, I just mentioned, I just wrote down, you know, the things I wanted to hit and then we just let the conversation go from there. And that's how good I am at things. <laughs> That's how good I am at things. 
And uh, as for the second pitch, there was there was a second pitch and it was I don't want to say drastically different, but it was very different from the from the first one that I did. And I thought, and, uh, and that was, uh, that was, that was a little bit more straight. Well, I guess they're both kind of straightforward, but this one's a little bit more produced. Yes. I would go with that. It's more produced, uh, in the, in the fact that it's, it would be done, you know, as, as a seasonal podcast. And, uh, and I just, I just kind of, I've kind of pitched up a whole series based around it. So I think that would, they would both, uh, I think, I think I did a good job as for the story core, very interesting thing to do. Very interesting thing to do. Which and I did not expect. It. I sat down and it seemed kind of daunting. And then I actually looked at the work and I went, "Oh no, no, no! I think I can do this. I think I can do this." And I knocked it out in an hour. Uh, which and it, so StoryCorps is two people go into a booth in Atlanta and this uh, at the uh, Martin Luther King Museum, I believe. This that's not what it's called, but the Martin Luther King Museum. I've uh, been to several times. If you're a young black youth, you go to that museum so many times in your life. And these people sit down and then they record these two, well, not two stories. They record stories uh, and they just, you know, just uh, not stories, story about, you know, how they met or uh, their life or whatever. And so I did a story about that. I didn't do a story about that. I did a story. Not going to tell you which one. And uh, it was, I mean, it was, it was good. It really, it really went well. Like I said, it was daunting at first to see this 40 minute file and then to listen to it, you know, and then, and to look at the notes, the, I was going to say calligrapher, (laughs) the person who did the log, you know, you get a, you get a gist of what the story is. And I was listening to, I was reading that as I was listening to it. And then I real I honed in on the story that I wanted pretty early on because I thought that was the the better version of the story. But you know, there's multiple paths you could I could have taken. Uh, and uh, do I regret not taking one of the paths? Not really, because you know, based on today's climate, I didn't want to like one of the one of the stories was sad, and I just didn't want to add to sadness. <laughs> so I just went on and I was like, no, nah, let's make it a love story. So there you go. There's that. Like I said, the conversation, everybody, they, 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 everybody, I was with four people and they tried to throw me off with all these questions say, well, what if, what if, uh, what if the podcast went this way? Okay. Well, what if, what if we didn't want it to look like that? Well, what if we, uh, what if we, did, who do you have anybody in mind for this and stuff like that? And so I felt, I felt like I, my mom asked me the same thing. Did I, did I answer the questions? And I felt like I did. Uh, I don't feel like I did. I know I did. I answered your questions. I, I, I know what I am. I know who I am. I know what I am. I'm a symbiote. <laughs> My name is Venom. I've not seen that movie. I, I don't plan on it. I'm done with superhero movies. We're, we've discussed this. I'm sick of superhero movies. Although I do have an outline for a superhero movie sitting in my Google Drive that I wrote last year. But it doesn't have superpowers in it. It's very funny, very stupid. Imagine Super, but with the movie Super starring Rain Wilson, I think that was 2008, mid-office, yeah, uh, with uh, Ellen Page. Imagine that movie, except it's not a, it's about, it's a very hardcore comedy instead of it being kind of like an indie comedy with uh, a lot of murder. <laughs> it's, like, it's a comedy with a guy who's not delusional like Rain Wilson was in that movie. <laughs> It's very. I'm gonna stop talking about this movie. <laughs> Keep moving on, Jed. But I, I really do believe that I I kicked butt in the interview. I answer, I asked questions. I did. I asked questions. I did. 
Who is that? Uh, the little green dude. Star Wars. Yoda. There we go. <laughs> so many things wrong with that last sentence. But I, I asked questions. I did the... I think it's important to involve everyone in the conversation. So I tried my best to look everybody in the eye when I was talking. There were a lot of points that I really did notice because especially when I'm doing this stupid podcast, I'm looking at the window in front of me. I'm looking at the, uh, the reflection of myself in this 1999 iPad. (laughs) It's just a third generation iPad, but it it, it doesn't even work. So I don't know why it's on my desk. I'm looking at, you know, this wadded up gumball on my, on my desk I'm looking at my the Xbox controller that's for some reason on my desk and should not be over here because this is a place of work so I'm looking all around and I don't have anyone to look at but when I get to these interviews and then you know for, and the same thing for Ryan Sigler's interview that I just did, got done with uh, nearly upon 17 or 18 minutes ago because we're 17 minutes in this podcast 18 minutes ago you know I just I look at the phone the entire time or I'm looking up in the sky and thinking, what question should I ask? Uh, Where should I go from here? You know, I think I'm going to include a little snippet of that interview at the end of this. I don't think legally I can, but I'm going to. (laughs) No, it's just a little snippet. It's just a clip of a question that I asked Ryan. I'll give you like a minute or two. It's only 11 minute conversation. I'll type that up tomorrow or Sunday, something like that. And yeah, here we are. Now I'm just playing the waiting game. I got I'm waiting to hear back from them. I really want to start the I really I'm going to get the job and I really want to start as soon as possible. So I never have to walk another mother friggin' dog again. Mother friggin' dog. <laughs> Very close to having to bleep something out. <laughs> but I said mother friggin', so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh boy. But I it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. And especially to do stuff on a budget. It's a public radio station. I'm excited. It allows me to open up my creative processes in mind again and get paid for it because <laughs> I opened it up here and I got nothing. But I can't, you know, I can't ask some PR people to say, uh, who who's going to pay me? <laughs> who's going to pay me to interview their client? <laughs> also, that's not how it works. <laughs> It's definitely not how it works, but whatever. I'm also excited for Conan's podcast to come out. That's coming out the 19th, and he's going to be in Atlanta sometime next week, next Thursday. So I got to find a $20 to buy a ticket to get in the upper balcony for that. Very excited for that. We'll see what happens, though. I'll get the job. I'll get the job. I'll get it next week, and Wednesday will be the last show. And I'll start on Thursday and then I'll do an update a week later for the stupid show. Oh my God. So much has gone into us. And then there's, I know, I, I think I mentioned last week, I think it was last Friday when I said, Oh, you know, I'll do a, uh, I'll do a, I'll do a, a really produced episode of the show. And it just got away from me. So I couldn't this week, maybe that'll come next week. I got to come up with five more episodes because <laughs> I can't possibly just sit and talk every single day. Like I did for the last three days. Oh, just hit the microphone in my hand. Well, <laughs> well, that's how I ended every episode of this show. Well, that's the end of this one. Oh, I, you know, I, I, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, this morning I was listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour, and uh, they were talking about Hassan, Hassan Minaj's 
Minhajs. However he pronounces it is the right way. I don't want to pronounce it the way everyone else pronounces it. I want to pronounce it the way he pronounces it. He has a, he has a, a video on YouTube with uh, Tan France and Tan's dressing him for the show. And they're talking about, you know, being brown people on television. It's great. It's a wonderful video. Watch it. And they, they talk about name pronunciation. Obviously, Tan's name is not real. His real name. <laughs> he shrank it down for the audiences. And Hassan pronounces it. Pronounce, pronounce, he pronounces it. He works at Panera. He pronounces it. <laughs> if I worked at Panera, that's what I would say to everybody. And how do you pronounce your name? You <laughs> say pronounce. <laughs> they wouldn't hire me. <laughs> Very true. Uh, so I want to talk about this. So Pop Culture Happy Hour talked about Hassan Minaj's and Busy Phillips's new shows, their new uh, late night shows and they kind of hit a little, uh, little rhythm there. What are you talking about, Jen? They kind of hit a, a little question there. You really wouldn't, you, you'd be struggling to call both of them kind of late night shows. I mean, you know, busy's is on, it's in, a, it's on in the late night time slot, but for his sons, it's, it just exists on a Sunday and you watch it and they're comparing it to last week tonight, which I, I mean, I guess, is running the um, the world in terms of late night. Conan's been in fourth place ever since he started on uh, in late night. So it's very strange to to see these new shows pop up, and you have to. And like I said before, I I would when I was younger, my whole thing was I want to be a late night host. That was my that was really I wanted to write like movies and TV shows. And I wanted to be a late night host. Uh, I don't want to be late nights anymore. I do want to write TVs and movie shows, but I don't want to movie shows, <laughs> TV shows, and movies, but I don't want to be late night, do a, do a hosting gig unless it was something different. And so for Hassan and for busy and for every other late night show that's on out there or talk show rather instead of late night show, you got to find, you have to find a way to be different. And that is the, that is the key, especially, you know, even if I get this, even when I get this, <laughs> yeah, even when I get this uh, producing position, you have to find a way to be different. So if I produce, if I, if I pitch a show, like for these last two pitches for this, uh, this faux pitch assignment, if I pitched a show that was similar to another podcast that's out there, I got to make, I got to make sure it's different. And I, th- and I gave them, I don't think I know, I gave them enough, uh, I don't say leeway, but enough, um, I don't say leniency either. I, I gave them enough wiggle room. I gave these podcasts enough wiggle room to, to be different from the shows that I compared them to. So, you know, for Hassan and for busy, I haven't seen busy, so I can't really speak to that. But from what I, from what, you know, Glenn Weldon and everybody else, uh, Stephen Thompson for Pop Culture Happy Hour. From what they're describing, uh, the show is it's late night. It's flawed because Busy's just a little bit nervous, and they really kind of found the rhythm yet, their groove. Uh, but she ends every episode with uh, her in a nightgown, and she sometimes has you know her she has a writer sit up front, and then uh, she converses with them, and uh, the show is better for that, and the show would probably be better if she was able to talk to her writer, like if she had a panel of people up there, and then she brought the celebrity guest. And, uh, she's not digging deep. She had an interview with Jennifer Garner, and she's not digging deep for somebody who hasn't seen the show. I'm really speaking on it a lot, but uh, she 
she had an interview with Jennifer Garner and she, she didn't go deeper than, Oh, you're a really good actor. You're good at what you do, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then for Hassan on his side, he's doing a standup. He's not sitting down. Obviously he's doing a standup and if, and he's calling it a woke tag talk and he's, but he's talking to the audience. He's not having the recourse, he's not having the, the back and forth with the audience. Uh, whereas, you know, for a Conan, for, uh, I'll just say Conan cause he's the one I like, but for a Conan, he can react if his joke is stupid and somebody in the audience cackles at it and then he can just make fun of the cackle and that'll be, you know, 10 minutes, five minutes, I'm sorry, two minutes who would spend, what kind of comedian would spend 10 minutes on that two minutes of uh, material for him. So he can skip on to before he skips on the next joke. So that's, that's. So the, the, I guess the, the idea of this, all of this is find something different to make it stand out. And that's how shows will prosper. Like Guy Branham's talk show, the game show produced by Wanda Sykes. The celebrities come on there and they try to win points by, you know, doing re- regular talk show stuff. And the winner at the end is the one of the most points. Uh, Larry Wilmore show. His show was mostly panel focused. He did, you know, the 14 minute monologue up front. And then the last half of the show was him with three other people, mostly three other people. And Robin Thede's show did not watch it on because I don't like the E.T., but, you know, just (laughs) Robin Thede's show was canceled also. So there was an issue there. She could have gone anywhere. She shouldn't have gone in the B.E.T. If I had a million dollars. Well, (laughs) hold on takes a lot more money to make a show, <laughs> but you, you just gotta, you have to find a way to be different. Say yes. I have a shirt that says be different. Say yes. I got it from Plato's closet years ago. It still fits. I like wearing it periodically. If people read it and they go, be different. Say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that, that's all I want to do. I just want to be different. I wanna, that's why I really like that. You know, that's one of the reasons I like the job. It's a, it's a unique job. I can say that no one else has, you know, there's maybe 10 people in the entire state of Georgia have that job. Maybe in the South. I don't know if people do podcasts in Nashville, Alabama. They don't know how to work things in Alabama. <laughs> they don't know how to work anything in Alabama. <laughs> Uh, so funny. Hey, if you're from Alabama, why don't you send me an email? C plus comedy at gmail.com. I'll answer it. <laughs> That's all I can do. You hear that stitcher slash earwolf? <laughs> I answer emails. I answer emails. <sighs> all right. Well, I guess this is it. <laughs> Uh, hey, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head over to cpluscomedy.com where we've got this interview going up next week at some point, hopefully. Uh, it's coming out November 20th, right? Oh, wow. His uh, his album's coming out November 20th. So I can put that up within the next two weeks. Yeah, that's Tuesday after next. <laughs> really time stamping this. But listen, if you, uh, you know, there's interviews there. There's some other videos. There's that's where this podcast lives. Um, you can also download this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also download the Constitutionals podcast, which is a weekly audio diary where I just sit and I talk about stuff. It's great. What else? There's a video version of the Constitutionals. That lives on youtube.com slash C plus comedy. That's where you can also watch the premiere show for the website. 
called News Time. News Time is an entertainment journalism type deal. I grab one story and I run with it. Sometimes I do two. So a lot of times I did three, but now it's mostly one. It's investigative journalism. I just had a stroke, everybody. <laughs> it's investigative journalism. You should check it out. Thank you for listening. I this is this is a great. I really hope this podcast leads to a job. I know it will. I, I can feel it. I will get the phone call next week that says, hey, Chad, you got that job. Like I said, they all march to the front, <laughs> to that one phone in the front, by the front door. And they go, they all stand over it. You know, all 50 employees, I guess. They all lean over and they go, Chad, you got the job. <laughs> and then, like I said, all they hear on the other line is, you got the job. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. I'm done talking today. You're the best. I love you. Bye. Hey, everybody, it's Chad. Uh, One quick thing. I did say I was going to, I did mention in passing that I was going to probably include just a little bit, a little taste of this uh, interview that I did prior to recording this episode. So the next thing you're going to hear is me talking to uh, Ryan Sickler about uh, his latest album and uh, definitely just check it out. It's uh, the full interview will be up next week sometime, hopefully, or the week after that. Who knows? And uh, I hope you enjoy it. This is, this is just a taste of the process. And, uh, all right. So I'm the first one to speak and then it'll be him. And then at the end of that, this podcast will end. Thank you. Yeah. It's interesting hearing you talk about what, what was wrong with the first album and then coming with the production, excuse me, and then going to the second album and, uh, and then thinking about, you know, other people who have had, uh, TV specials and everything. You're kind of, not only are you playing, you know, the, the host or the, the main character for the, for the album, but you're also playing director, you're playing producer, you're wearing multiple hats in order to make thing make sure things go right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you want to be a comedian, but being a comedian, when we first, when I first started, you just told jokes. Then you had to learn how, you had to learn WordPress and how to do websites and then social media. Then you had to keep, and I'm still not that great with it. You know, you still got to keep up with, you know, videos and stories and, you know, it's just, it's so quickly moving and ever changing that being a comedian is just not enough. You're a hundred percent right. You need to be a director. You need to be a producer, a performer, um, you know, an EP, you gotta be your pay, you pay for it. You know what I mean? Like you gotta do it all. So, uh, then when, when it's done, that's just the recording. I've worked in, post-production for years too and then you got to get into the edit and you know you get a good mix of which i had i'm really happy with my label blonde medicine uh dominic del bene and his group are fantastic um everyone over there has been awesome to work with and um they did a great job with it so but you're sitting and listening to god i'll take that out i'll put this back in you know it's so much uh that goes into it um it's a labor of love bro that's for damn sure